Welcome to Drinking Bros. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Welcome, welcome to Drinking Bros. This is our fourth episode. Uh, this is Rocco speaking right now, and I'm here with Matt Best. Jared Taylor and the one and only Ross Patterson. Yeah, <laughs> claps and posts. Yeah, claps and posts. For sure. <laughs> hey, uh, let me hand it off to JT so we can talk about some of our sponsors. We have a lot of them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, today's show is sponsored by Lead Slingers Whiskey, the best whiskey ever. ever. Period. In all the lands. God Number two, right. the best piece of literature you will ever read. At night, she cries while he, he rides his steed. I, I still haven't got through the first chapter yet. I, it's like a porn movie. <laughs> That's because you can't, can't read. Right, Rocco can't, can't read. <laughs> that Rocco I, yeah, can't fucking that. read. <laughs> but he's handsome as fuck, so we'll give him that. We are also sponsored by Huckleberry Beard Company, Funker 530, and Tactical Shit. Yes, I love it. Tactical Shit, yeah. I mean, look, if you got a copy of it, Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed, and a case of Lead Slinger's Whiskey underneath her Christmas tree, it'd be a pretty goddamn good Christmas. <laughs> That's actually why they're having an issue with overpopulation in China. Uh, yeah, because I heard that's that what they all got for early Chinese Christmas. Yeah, womb that's to woods, it, man. That and a lot of a lot of condoms, a lot of Trojans. Womb Wait, to woods over there. If it's Sorry. a girl, it's womb I, to I woods. <laughs> Ross, I want to let you know I worked out twice today. Two God, and a half you hours. Son so of a bitch. I was telling the guys I can drink twice as much tonight right is you, that how that yeah, works that's how it works you can you can and, <laughs> he actually and, worked out for me yeah. and and as always we start off every show with what is everybody drinking tonight matt best what are you drinking tonight so my thing lately has been going to the local liquor stores plural yes and finding locally brewed beer and this one i think if i say it correctly is a zegan bach it's a texas amber um, brewed here in Texas, my favorite state. Um, you know, I moved out of California, but it's uh, it's delicious. It's actually it's a pretty pretty uh, dark amber, but I'm, I'm digging it. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Didn't you have a dark amber in high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I don't remember the names anymore. I, I, I had a rough childhood. I just remember my uncle's name, <laughs> Big Willie, and that's not a euphemism. You're, you're that's, having that's you're, literal. You're having a dark Willie. Um, a, a, a dark uh. Willie five point six. Rocco, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, you know, I went with the traditional uh, Latino Mexican style beer, and I've been drinking a Modelo. Ooh. Yeah. Have you had the Negro Modelos? Those are my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better than yeah. Modelos. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. The 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 <laughs> day we do a podcast and you say I'm having a Budweiser from Milwaukee, I will fucking lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, you know Rocco was having the Mexican beers as always. Yeah, you know and the only other thing that I've drank as a kid is it, that was in my dad's uh, refrigerator was Bud Light, and that's very common for the Mexican culture as well. So is it really? Yeah, yeah. it is. It's huge. Mexican culture definitely does the Bud Light. Because so far it, for every true. every podcast we've done, it's been a spring break treat. Whatever you're having, it's, it's been a <laughs> it's been a Cancun delight. <laughs> a Cancun delight. Yeah. Corona, Tecate, Pacifico. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm honestly like I just I want to hear red stripe and then I want to put the headphones down and walk away. <laughs> well, I, since you're guessing it, what, what what do you think fucking Jared's drinking over here? A oh, pina God. colada with a bendy Jared. straw. I'm having some Tito's vodka and some squirt. <laughs> it's it, it's uh, not what he's how is it how is he drinking it though? That's what, JT. Well, I. I'm drinking out of a French press. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's already mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> L- 
look, last time I had to get up in the middle of the show to make a drink. I don't want to have to get up this time, so I made a foursome. <laughs> we're we're going to post that picture on online so they yeah. can see. It's not- I, I already posted it on Twitter. I'll, I'll post it on Instagram right now in a second. <laughs> Jesus, man. Goodness gracious. <laughs> it's delicious, oh, man. Though. It's delicious. What, what are you drinking, Ross? I, I'm actually depressed at what I'm drinking. I, I, I barely even want to talk about it tonight. Um, I, I, I'm drinking a vodka soda. The most boringest drink on the planet. Oh, yeah. No, I'm no, it's I'm nothing to be celebrated or cheers. I'm not a hero no. for that. That's, uh, no. when that's I, when, like yeah. if you took a supermodel home and she's like, "Fuck me, missionary!" Like, what are yeah, you doing? Exactly. Right I now, imagine that's yeah. how most supermodels want to be fucked. That no. is true. I right, mean, I, the I'm, hottest girls are always the boringest. Yeah, I imagine right now Ross it's is wearing the, plain white tidy whitey. It's the ones that have <laughs> with, a, with just a little a, bit of a piss stain. The ones that have just a little <laughs> rollover of the pants seam that just let you get down. <laughs> yeah, the? and look, here was the problem. So I went real, real hard over. I went real hard over Thanksgiving. I put, I put on. 12 fucking pounds in one week. Uh, so now I'm on to the diet drinking, which is vodka sodas right now. He's getting DiCaprio fat. Oh, that, <laughs> dude, that's actually worse than JT did, I'm pretty sure. I think you, you beat I JT. I lost weight. Look at me. Yeah. You actually look yeah. pretty good. God, you look I good. Even, I can't even call you fat anymore. I'm still going to, though. <laughs> yeah, Ross Matt. might be the fattest one I in the walked, group. I walked to the mailbox this morning. I fucking dropped four pounds. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I saw Matt on Instagram was posting you know, photos of, of going to the shooting range. I watched 9,000 football games. I, I drank three cartons of eggnog, and I did not stop oh, fucking eating. Um, yeah, I just I couldn't easily, stop. Yeah. I couldn't stop. You're easily the fattest one in the group. Yeah, now I'm yeah. like I'm depressed. Like I'm just depressed about it. I'm lethargic. I was out of breath. I, I, only, think, I only walked. I think like this goes into the last episode, though, right? Where you you backlog your hot pictures of you that you've taken over the last six months and slowly, you know, source them so people still think you're in great shape. Yeah. Ross, I found the coolest thing ever at the local grocery store. They had a double sized pita. So I just got those, and I filled it with everything from Thanksgiving. The stuffing, the cranberry sauce, the turkey, mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, and then I put mustard in it, and it was delicious. I, I, I ate so much at Thanksgiving, I fucked the carcass when I was done. Like I, I just could not stop eating. <laughs> I got I got in super good shape. I, I got in super good shape for the movie. After that, it was all downhill and then down turkey. Like I just fucked that thing. I feel Dude, I'm one of those guys that I'm one of those guys that when I when I drink I don't eat a lot so I ended up drinking a lot because my cousins were together my dad my brother I started drinking so much beer I, I barely had a couple pieces of ham and, and and maybe a fucking pie at the end of the really day I'm, I'm glad you ham. say that dude my dad was like you're not dr- you're not eating a lot I'm like well because I fucking been drinking at like 1 p.m. every day I had yeah. to slow that shit down back yeah. into normal life I, today but that's the same so yeah, Rocco did you not have well, any tacos this Thanksgiving is what you're saying. <laughs> no, you know what I did have though enchiladas with mole, man, dude. I'm telling you right now that shit. And I had a mole. I had to go Mexican Why on that motherfucker. Mole, because <laughs> you have to say it that way. Because ah, I'm telling papi, you right now, that's not mole. a traditional thing you see in Thanksgiving. Oh, puppy! <laughs> but my sister-in-law made it. I fucking love that shit, man. It's that chocolate sauce shit, right? The yes, mole. yes. Show me your zipper and your mole. It's made out of it's made out of some kind of chocolate and like fucking a ton of other ingredients. I attack your zipper with my teeth. Shut the 
Fuck. Uh, you know, call me an air conditioning unit because I'm not a fan yeah. of the mole. Well, yeah, I hear you, man. But hey, hey I, I'm pretty sure hey, JT has a huge buzz on right now. He's buzzing. Dude, he fucking drank. Yeah. He drank the whole th- uh, two thirds. That's no, not two thirds. Four drinks. Hey, to the viewers out there, I'm sorry if Jared is going to be a little obnoxious on you. Oh, my God. He's drinking more. This is going to be episode four, the shit show of Jared. He made a bigger cup and he drank it twice as fast. Yeah, I know. What the, it's not, Make, that makes no sense. I'm not. Yeah, it's not how science works good thing you're home <laughs> he's gonna call the uber driver to come watch a movie with him later. <laughs> it's, it's, it's jt and the yeah. uber driver for die hard 2 again yeah <laughs> Dude, i saw the uber driver the other night posted on craigslist like casual encounters <laughs> <laughs> looking for that one guy <laughs> no it's misconnections there it is that yeah, misconnection Oh man! Uh, so Ross, Ross, let's talk about all the controversy we caused last week. Oh my God! I'm Boy. still answering emails. Boy, I, 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 I think you guys should lead this off. There was a lot of pissed off people. Some who didn't know you. I, look, we didn't expect the podcast to do this well and, and to blow up this quickly. So right. I, I think a lot of the hatred and a lot of the hate emails that came through. Uh, for for the video, where where people who didn't know you guys know the comedy that you yeah, were about. No, 98 percent of it, like we we walked so far out of our circle that like everybody that was showing up had no clue who we were. Well, why, well yeah, why, yeah, we'll yeah give, give some insight. I'll, to I'll what give some background behind it. Yeah, so so it, you guys that are listening that don't understand what happened, we started a Facebook page for the podcast, um, and JT shared a video on there that's just a small snippet of one of the videos that we'd done for uh, MBS 11X YouTube channel, and that somehow got shared into some of the circles that we never touched. 76,000 shares and counting at this point. Right, I think 6.7 it's, it's, yeah, million yeah. views, 6.7 million views in three days. Right, and so and, and granted, like like back up. This video was posted a week prior and received no hate. Right, no Everyone hate. Loved it. Well, that's because it was internalized within the, right. the sub demographic exactly. of the, the military community. So somehow it reaches these these uh, these people that don't know who we are and completely sent all the hatred towards us they possibly could. <laughs> and I was up late at night because I was entertained by it as well as combating as much as I could uh, uh, the threats. You know, I finally <laughs> figured out, Ross, and this is hilarious, I figured out how, how to just fuck these people up. And what I would do is when they would, when they would post how outraged they were about the video... I would I would do one small paragraph explaining who we are, and then the second one I'd say, if you are so outraged, I would be happy to provide you with resources and contacts of people that are anxiously looking for volunteers, for people that will give their time to help combat this, this epidemic of 22 veterans committing suicide a day. And guess what? 100% of the people that I replied to with that comment disappeared. The minute you said, pick up a shovel and help and show your outrage... They walked away. And I don't need to go on a tangent of social media, but that's a great depiction of what social media is. It's essentially people that want to jump on a bandwagon with no knowledge, no understanding, no perspective of the issue that they're they're picking a side to. And, you know, the, the video that they're talking about was essentially a video where a balloon pops. We uh, immediately pull out guns and react to uh, essentially a contact. And we're like, I make a joke about hot PTSD, right? All the jokes that we write, I never write a joke in the YouTube channel that I haven't experienced in my own life. And, and that happens all the time. Well, something will pop and I, I have a pistol at me or I'm, or I'm like seriously in my head reacting to contact. But the best way to deal with issues you've gone through in your life is one, don't take yourself too seriously. Two, fucking support, your, surround yourself by local people or in your same support systems and community that have gone into the same thing. And 
And people outside of that circle, they're going to be like, oh, you're talking shit. It's like, no, it's the exact opposite we're doing. We're bringing awareness and we're having fun. The hardest part, no, you're good, dude. That's exactly. The hardest part about it is not being upset with these people to the point where I freaking want to be like, oh, you know what? You have to give them understanding. Exactly. And so so trying to break down some of the, listen, 90% of the people that were upset are saying, I have friends that have PTSD. That was it. That was it. I I know somebody. So it's like, and, and anyone else that was on there that commented positively were like, I have PTSD and I actually love this shit. And so that was the problem. Everyone else feels like they need to give sympathy for their friends that they know have PTSD. And it's like, no, we don't need your sympathy. We need you to understand we're okay. This is how we deal with it. A bunch of the people that fed me that that excuse of, well, I have friends. I gave them the answer. Show your friend this video and tell me his reaction. All of them came back. Oh, he laughed. I'm surprised. 90% of your friends know who we are already, motherfucker. <laughs> well, it's not. I honestly don't think it, it, who we are. Who we are is just people that are are, are taking the voice of the veteran community, right. hopefully, and, and speaking it in the correct way. Right. They know the humor so, of the videos. They, right. you know, exactly. And, and, and the problem, you have a couple veterans that were like, "Oh, it's not fair." And then when I went in deep and talking to them, I was like, "Well, I, I, one one woman, I don't know her name. She goes, I have PTSD as well.' I was like, "Okay." Well, what kind? And she didn't want to say. She said it was sexual assault. Awesome. Okay, I get it. And that's that's something that's completely different from what this video is trying to demonstrate. This video is talking about a combat. Well, she kept she kept attacking, saying you this video is making fun of those with a disorder. And I said, how so? Right. And this video was just establishing, you know, showing what it is like to live with it. Right. Hey, here's the here's the positive about all this. It got shared outside of our circles, and we've gained more supporters than we ever could have. Absolutely, and I gotta admit, you know, um, golly, man, that sorry we took this podcast kind of serious, but JT forwarded me an email this morning. Was yes, it? Yes, that happened this morning, and that was because of this. It was because of this video. The guy I'd never seen. I'm getting chills right now. He wrote me like a two page dissertation about like. I won't get into the the whole. He was a medevac pilot, by the yeah. way. So I mean, this guy had had spent the last ten years flying everybody that has been fucked up on the battlefield yeah. home, and he essentially was just thanking us for the videos and like it's changed his perspective. It's motivated him to get back in the gym and turn his life around. And we're like, yeah. I, we don't need those accolades, but the fact that that even exists is no hater will ever stop anything I fucking do because we know that we're doing good. No, exactly. We've had so many. Vietnam veterans saying, "Yeah, I love it," and that for me is like, "You goddamn right, we're doing." My dad's a vet, right. and he's like, "You're fucking crazy." I'm yeah, like, yeah, I know. It's, it's fucking dude, that that comes down to Ross, and I was talking to you about that. That every time that I think I have our demographic essentially nailed down, we have two instances in the last in the last few months. One, Matt and I are standing at the carousel for baggage claim. 65 year old black guy walks up and, and it's kind of weird like we're both looking at each other like uh, and then he extends his arm out and goes I fucking love everything you guys do yeah. and man I look at each other like whoa we yeah. love you <laughs> didn't yeah. expect that one number two when we were at the uh, whiskey tasting event here in El Paso yes 70 year old woman shows up buys an entire case yes. asks us to sign everything takes a photo with us and then disappears insane <laughs> she was rad dude. It's insane how that, that that goes, man. Ross, yeah. what is your perspective on that? The, well, the, here's the thing about that I find interesting about social media is, one, everybody wants to be outraged about something, and, and you're hiding behind a computer, and you have these itchy Facebook fingers wanting to make comments because you don't think there's real people behind this or that that are responding. What people don't actually know about the four of us is all four of us, social media-wise, actually respond to just about every single fan or question or, or reply or email Everything. you get. I think about Almost everything we possibly can. Yeah, nine, I think the, the the first ninety percent of the people once you respond, they're like, "Oh shit, I I can't believe they actually responded. I was just gonna talk shit and then leave." 
Then they have nothing to say. Then there's the 10% that want to give you their story and why. Look, there's always going to be that 2% that's left over that's like, fuck you, I'm offended by every everything on the internet or everything I see or everything that's going on in the world, and you're not going to change their mind. But I genuinely I think 90, no, 98% of, those, of the people Ross, I have who, who you talk to I, I think are, are, are pretty cool after you, you, you know, you reach out to them and say, hey, this is why I did this, and uh, I hope you dug it. Sorry if you didn't. Um, the oh, weird wait. ones, Ross, I had fun with, and I would I would comment as myself and say, hey, I found where these guys work. It's called Article 15 Clothing. Here's their, here's their uh, email address. Email their boss and get them fired. No way. <laughs> <Does that really laughs> <happen? Yeah. laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, are we, are we fired, JT? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, know. I need to. We had some upsetting emails. Ask, ask, ask Rocco. Are Rocco, we are we fired? I'm not sure, Matt. Are we fired? I'm not. The you, well, you guys should Ross, make, Ross. You guys should make a video firing yourselves over that video and say you're sorry. <laughs> I'm like Jared. You're fired. He's like, you can't fire him. You're not the boss. Rocco is. Well, Rocco is he fired? No, you're the boss. Yeah, like, I'm what the, the boss. fuck? <laughs> we don't know who the boss is anymore. Yeah, we don't do bosses. It's, Look, it, I, I, that the controversy ahead, seems to controversy seems to follow El Paso these days. What the fuck happened oh. on Black Friday? I don't know. I, all I know is I had to check on all my cousins <laughs> and make sure none of them were involved. Dude, did you see Vincent Marcus's post? Uh, <laughs> Dude, it made me laugh. So Vincent beautiful. Marcus is an amazing comedian. He's a super celebrity on Vine. I don't know, five million, whatever he's got on there. It's something ridiculous. He's, he's always hanging out with famous people. Yeah, he's a hilarious, very talented dude, but he, he put a, so he's born and raised in El Paso and he put a post up on social media saying like, congratulations, El Paso, you've been voted the most alcoholic, ugliest, and uh, fattest, fattest <laughs> city <laughs> in, in the nation, and now you have Black Friday violence, like stealing, what was it, like crock hey, from eight-year-olds? Yeah, children's <laughs> crockpots. Yeah. yeah, and us, Article 15, <laughs> living in El Paso. The yeah. thing is, Ross, is you could get a crockpot for $8 on Amazon every day. <laughs> Dude, when someone steals a crockpot from a fucking seven-year-old... Shit's got weird. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Why Dude. did the like, seven-year-old need a fucking crockpot? Like, I could not get <laughs> anything... Hey, Hey, I'm I could not cook anything right. in a crock pot when I was seven years old. I'll tell you right now, if I if it was me and my four fucking kids and my seven <laughs> Ill, illegitimate others, I would have gave them all crock pots and we'd have ran out of that motherfucker and sold them on eBay. I understand. Look, I understand. look Ross, <laughs> I heard the they invest yeah. I heard they investigated that seven year old and they found that cover of the Rolling Stone with Sardev on it. <laughs> from the Boston bombing. <laughs> Dude, that's Dude, what Mexicans do. We hustle. Here's the here's what hey, well, hey Rock, and when I saw that, all I kept thinking was, God damn. To cook in a in a crock pot, it's something. It's slow. It's got to take a long time. <laughs> if you're that fucking poor that you need to go on a Black Friday, a crock pot would be the last goddamn thing. You should be getting a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Heat up your cheap food as fast as you can. Hey, stuff in your fucking face and walk away. How long it takes to cook shit in a well, crock pot? Well, dude, you know what? You know what's a funny? A crock pot Here's is like thing. a five-day I'll, experience I'll, that's to be yeah, shared well, let me amongst explain like the crock Irish pot. relatives. <laughs> Why is it? So let, let me explain the Mexican style of a crock pot. You, you take the kids to school. You put the meat in the freaking crock pot, and you get go to work. You come home from work. You turn off the crock pot. Pick the kids up from the bus. It's it's yeah it's it's uh it's simple living because you take the nine kids to the fucking daycare and you can still be cooking carne asada in there and shit exactly and still have a day job oh. yeah but what what bing, else bing, are you boom. eating though what else are you eating throughout the day that crock pot takes fucking hours <laughs> that's that's dinner bro. <laughs> 
They're eating tor- no. leftover tortillas, homie. Honestly, I don't know, man. But but the crock pot thing. Uh, the last thing I bought for my house was a crock pot. So yeah, I, look, I, you know, I, what if, I it, feel like if right- it was like sixty year old Irish women fighting over crock pots because they were they were going to boil potatoes for three days, I get it. <laughs> But it was seven year olds fighting over a fucking crock pot. It yeah. just it no. Made it was a no seven year old and like a thirty two yeah. year well, old. To be yeah. fair, did yeah. you hear the audio of the lady? She goes, "You're scaring me. You're scaring me." <laughs> like, like, it's hilarious, man. It'd be well, like a bunch of bald, question- It'd be like a bunch of bald guys fighting over curling irons. Where you're just like, "What the fuck are <laughs> you gonna do?" With that? <laughs> Dude, Ross, I mean, you know what I thought when I saw that video is there's a guy face down getting arrested at 11 p.m. at night on Thanksgiving. Like, you literally set out to go to a store, and now you're getting arrested on the floor of a Walmart at 11.58 p.m. Like, what the fuck is your life Not only that, but everybody everybody you're in jail with that night just sitting in that jail cell, you're fat, (laughs) you're hungover, and you're sharing a toilet, a Thanksgiving toilet in a jail cell. No, but you're you're in the cell, Ross. You're in the cell. What are you here for? Crockpots. Best Buy. What are you here for? Best Buy. Best Buy. I've always said, (laughs) Ross, I would love, I honestly think next year we need to do a live show Thursday night, we wear blue shirts, we paint our faces yellow, and we tailgate Best Buy with no. bullhorns. No, dude, I got it no, better. We I got it better. What we do is we fucking have two teams, full fucking football uniforms with pads and everything, a red, red and a blue, like, and we go in there, we fucking start a commotion. <laughs> but we're just fighting each other. Yeah, we're fighting each other, dude. Like two football teams. Yeah, yellow two and fucking blue yeah, football, football teams. Football teams. Against each other. And we're talking shit yeah. in line. Hey, well, You're going down, yeah, blue. We have a ref. The ref's fucking blowing whistles on us and shit. We got four refs. One of them's fat. <laughs> yeah. Hey, number 46, your uncle's a bitch. We fucking run in a crock pot to the fucking the 10. That's He's in the party. We have to have the announcer booth too. Yeah, you need the announcer booth. Oh, man. We're spray painting lines in the parking lot. Best Buy. Bum rush the Best yeah. Buy. I, I want that TV that, that's, that's shaped like your dick, Rocco, the curve. I want the curve. Oh, yeah, TV. yeah, yeah. That's the curve No, TV. no, it's a potato dick. No, Rocco's, yeah, Rocco's got the potato dick. That's right. Yeah. You've got the crockpot dick. That's right. You've got the potato <laughs> dick. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So why you've do you got the dick that you dick? can oh, deep man. fry I for can... hours. Yeah, why did why does Rock have a potato dick? Is what I want to know. Oh, dang it! <laughs> I, you, you knew we would come to this. Yeah, man. Was it household it's, it's objects? Really wide. It's because you've bended. No, it. you yeah, should bend it a yeah. lot. Yeah, it's it's like a, you know the penis is like a muscle, and uh, the more you work it out, you know you gain you gain your your peaks like your bicep. Matt Matt has a huge peak on his bicep, <laughs> so I have huge peaks on my penis from bending it so much <laughs> as a kid. It's just a weird thing so, I did. So if, if the tip if the if the top of it the tip is one yeah. and the shaft is ten. Where is the the bend? Well, he was no, trying no, to shove a- it in a shampoo <laughs> bottle so much, but it just doesn't fit. Right. So it's more in the center is more of the thickness. So, so like the a five is the thickness. yeah. It's like the, a cartilage buildup. Yeah. It's like oh, it's. It, uh, I mean, I guess the best way to explain it is my penis has shoulders. He used to get cortisone shots <laughs> yeah. in it when it was sore. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of scar. It's got a lot of scar tissue buildup. Yeah. You got big shoulders, dude. Yeah, so well, the, dick having big shoulders. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's like a, it's, it's mini me. <laughs> big shoulder dick. Yeah, you yeah, yeah you essentially tore your ACL in your dick, and it's just it right, exactly. Wrong. I got you. Yeah, just a weird kid. Just a weird kid. That's it. Hey, look, hey, hey Ross. We're, we're all we're all fucking weird. If I got one more goddamn Peter Dinklage text over break from you, Jared, <laughs> I swear. Yeah, I, just, to I actually fuck. 
I had to Google Peter Dinklage. So did I. And and dude, disgusting what that guy looks like. Hey, yeah. I like him. God, he's so weird. Do you know how many memes people sent me of Peter Dinklage because of you too? So like now I'm getting bombarded with like friends who listen to the podcast and they're like, Oh my oh, god, god, Dinklage, Dinklage. Oh, he's got a huge head. Good God. It, it, yeah. Why do you guys got to be mean? Wasn't, Fuck, wasn't he's an amazing he, actor. I heard he's actually starring in Cone, Coneheads, the, the redo. Oh, no, the, he's not. The, is he really? No, what are I they calling that now? It. Reboot? The re, they're, oh, they're rebooting. You know, Are they, they really redoing they it? They made a Fantastic Four like seven years ago, but then they made another one this time. Oh, dude. I, Jeez, I hate the Fantastic Four series. It was probably the biggest flop out of all of them. I hate those guys. The, really? Yeah. X-Men has been great. Oh, all the, all, been all the movies... All the things of X Men have been outstanding, but the Fantastic Four has been shitty as hell. I would even say the uh, Avengers movies has been pretty kick ass. Yeah, I like the Avengers. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jared, just, Jared just sent me a picture of Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage? What's his Peter name? Dinklage, yeah. Oh my God. He's got let cute see, dimples. See, see. He's got nice dimples. <laughs> the dinker, I didn't know he had dimples. The Dinker. Oh, I love Peter. Guys, like, Jared, Jared dude, he loves Peter like Dinklage. He, He's a good fucking actor, man. I mean, think about it. He, he has to play. No, he, he has to play a 14th century lord. That's that look, hard. He, that guy looks like a weird Brad Pitt. He, he <laughs> is. He's a. He's a midgetized Brad Pitt. That's a lot, a lot of people call him. A lot of people yeah, call yeah, yeah. Dinklage the the midgetized. Look, and there's a lot of Game of Thrones fans out there who are screaming that he, he should he should be killing Emmys. I think he won an Emmy this year. Um, that was probably yeah, the you, greatest uh, day I'll, of your life, Jared. Uh, dude, they should make it. They should make. Uh, I think they call them little per- people, right? What do they call them? <laughs> I don't know. There's difference between dwarfs and little. Okay, whatever it is, little people are vertically. They challenged. need to make That's, one you know, of a Fight Club great. with him as Brad Pitt and a remake. All little people. Just a reboot. Yeah, so yeah. reboot. Reboot. Fight Club. Yeah, that's why. It's my favorite movie. Already did that. They already did In that. The world. No, they Fight did Bum Brawl. Rebooted. Yeah, no. It's like saying that voice. It's like my Pablo Francisco. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's one of my favorite comedians. He does that voice. Dude, you know what that brings us back? That brings us back to Mosul, two thousand five. Yeah, that's what we watch. That's what it is. Every day we watch that. One man must drink his beer, and Rocco is thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, Ross, Ross. Here's how. Here's how random and funny my life is. Just right this second, my buddy from Ohio just. Sent me a message and said, "I'll see you tomorrow at eleven forty-five. He's flying in to hang out. Whoa. I didn't know that until right now. I mean, Jared has all kinds of <laughs> random people show up. Random people. You know, that's the subject we should get on. Is Jared Taylor as you know he he's unbelievably talented in the fact of networking, um, social media. But when it comes to organizing shit, very good. But uh, Phil's and Rocco and I, I think at the last minute he'll be like, "Hey, tomorrow we have Channing Tatum's going to be here, so make sure." And it's what? Like, yeah, it's my daughter's birthday, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We got two hours notice on this shit. I, have you ever had that a little bit, Ross? Yeah, I. I here's what I'm surprised by: your wife, Jared, is <laughs> just got a gentle soul <laughs> to deal comes with this back shit. To that. Your pregnant wife is literally because at some point you told her today, "Oh, hey, by the way, so and so is coming over, and she's got to be like fucking a." Really, I've got. No, we've he, got he another one he on just the found way. Out. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't know yet. I told you. I literally just, just got this out. message. Hey, I'll see you at eleven forty-five. He commented on a Facebook post. He didn't even message me. <laughs> so she read through Facebook that you've got a guest <laughs> coming over, who's sleeping in that room that is covered machine guns. I don't know how many people have fucked in that bed either. 
I, I fuck. Oh no! No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> I, I, but I, I but Leo I Jenkins. Leo yeah. Jenkins had sex with a woman wearing the a dolphin, dolphin costume. Yep. Yes, it was. Did he really? Yes. Are, are we allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah we are. Yeah, Leo uh, I'm glad. I, Leo, Leo's out of the country. We can say whatever we want. Oh, I'm glad. Okay, I if you don't, Le, Leo Jenkins is is a ranger medic. He's written two books, which uh, three, 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 three now. Yeah. Yes. What are they, Jared? Uh, on assimilation. Yeah, on assimilation, one. yep. Um, what's uh, lest we forget? Lest we forget. Lest we forget. Was another one. Outstanding. And one. then he was one of the he, co-authors for uh, Violence of Action. Violence yeah, of Action. Marty Scovlin. And I'm uh, sure he's working on one right now because he's, he's working on Mary's book. Actually, he's yeah. He, oh, he is. Oh, yeah. outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Leo's the shit, but he is a crazy ranger. So yeah, uh, he uh, he's had some fun in his life, just like one, all of us. He is a maniac, man. Oh, it, I, you know when we ripped, I ripped up this floor, Ross, to put in the wood floors this weekend, and I was still fighting glass shards from when he got hammered and threw a beer bottle. Uh, at me in the office here, so there were still there were still Dos Equis yeah. glass shows. You're welcome. Dude, in the you're welcome. Hey, I'm I'm gonna tell you something about that guy. He is absolutely insane. And the and the weird thing in the military, if anyone in this military knows, medics are all fucking weird. weird. I had a medic one time that I, I'd say, "Hey, my back hurts." And he goes, oh, "I just take some Motrin." And then when I said anything about my dick or my ass, he goes, "Well, let me see it." And it's like, <laughs> "Fuck, man." That was weird. About you. You're like, "Oh, dude, I got. I don't know. It's, it should be nothing. No, just pull your, pull your dick out." Yeah. Like, wh- dick out. Why do you need to see my dick for my earache? On, I don't man, get it. Medics are all fucking nutty, man. They're crazy bastards. <laughs> but I love fucking them. crushing I this love- bottle right now. Hey, cheers well, to medics. Cheers to medics, boys. Cheers yeah, to cheers Oh, to shit, yeah. yeah. Cheers. There we go. I had my little fun with that. They've oh, seen the man. most fucked up. You, hey, as a medic, you guys see the most fucked up shit on the planet. I don't know how you stay together mentally long enough with all the fucked up shit you've seen. So cheers to medics out there, boy. Rocco yeah, is real, a medic, actually. Cheers to military medics and EMS support, yes, EMS uh, first responders yeah, man. Yeah, that's, and firemen. That I tell you what, man, I, I've been blessed to not see too much crazy stuff as medic, but I have some good medics out there. Doc Straws, Doc Crow, Doc uh, uh, Severson, Doc Anderson. Some of, some of the baddest medics out there have seen some crazy stuff, and those guys continue to just drive on and be badasses in this world, man. You know what I'm like thoroughly impressed with is like all, all like the LEOs and the fire department and EMS. Those guys on a consistent daily basis have to respond to like the shittiest scenarios, fucking kids in car wrecks and all that stuff. And then and then people are like, don't thank them. There should be a day for all those dudes that are out there. Like, hey, there's a fucking minivan where the whole entire family got ripped to shreds by a fucking semi, and you have to go pick up body parts. Like, and that's that the sucks. difference between us and them. You know, we go out on a battlefield. We expect it. Like, yeah. we know you, we know what we're doing. There's expectations. Right. We know absolutely. we know what could happen. That's why I, I say I, I'm fucking thankful I am not in that career. Being oh, home, dude, just, having to respond right. to stuff at home is not oh, my cup of tea. Think about the cops that, so every day, like us us going to deployments, we go on deployments, we know we're, we're going to be in high alert for that year or whatever time frame you are, you know, special operations is a little different, but you know you're going to be on a high alert. These cops are on high alert for 20-something fucking years. As soon as they put on those boots and that outfit, they know there's a potential that they can potentially get shot in the fucking face when they pull an asshole over, well, and, and that's crazy. The scary thing about a cop is you're not going on a battlefield with enemies. No. Where, where we, we do. Yeah. A cop, though, they have to constantly treat everybody like a citizen. Yeah. Well, escalation so is, of force yes. is a completely different it's spectrum. So, it's than, terrifying. Than a yeah, it is. Because it's you never shitty. know 
when that when a citizen is all of a sudden going to be a combatant. Oh, there, dude, there's studies I, that, I don't want that anything they, to do with it. They've been on their 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 body is on high alert and more more often that that dude. Why do you think uh, civil service when they retire they usually they, there's a high percentage when they die from heart disease within five years of that retirement? It's fucking because they've been on high edge their whole goddamn career, man. It's insane. Nothing but respect for those gentlemen. Yeah, fucking a man. Well, hey, cheers, cheers to cops. To that. Cheers, cheers to that. cops. Cheers to that blue line. That yeah, thin blue line. And, and hold on. I, and, hey, and so also I, everybody, everybody who who served uh, Black Friday and dealing with those crockpot fights. Man. Yeah, the kid at Walmart with the comb over. That motherfucker served his Listen, time. I served my God, best. God, he got time, torn bitch. to shreds, didn't he? That that little <laughs> security guard got torn to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> there was an employee that died. No yeah, shit. Trampling. I, I, it was Midwest. You got trampled. Trampled to death. Yeah. I, ju- I don't know. You know, at this yeah. point, why why do stores even do this anymore? Because how much money they fucking make? Because we're idiots. We're, Does we're, Walmart we're need fucking hamsters? Black Friday? No. Four dollars <laughs> off a toaster. Four dollars off a toaster <laughs> yeah. brings out and the fucking chaos. Everyone's fighting for fucking toasters. Dude, do you These know what the bullshit is? So I, I did an analytical study of percentages based off of discount items equivalent to standard. Standard sales. Sorry if I'm talking stupid. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You guys didn't know Matt Bass was this smart, did you? <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker's a genius. <laughs> and and you fucking me up, being all nice and shit, weirdo. <laughs> but then talking about and Black Friday sales, the sales are relatively five to ten percent less than average sales on a consistent basis throughout <laughs> no what shit. they do. Yeah, dude, it's nothing. I had no all clue. they do is they pick a specific item that they know will move well. Black Friday TVs, large based items, crockpots, <laughs> crockpots. <laughs> apparently, crockpots. It's, it's fucking retarded. It's called the internet. Use it once in a while. I swear. God I mean, well, I mean, people in the inner city might have internet. I don't know. Ah, oh, fuck everybody. <laughs> I love everybody. Yeah, but hey, Matt. Here's the other thing that you didn't factor in. Is the chaos factor of it, Dicks. It's kind of like yeah. when you want to go see a metal show and get into the pit. You just want you right. just want to get lit and light some people up. Just, it might not dude, be about the crock pot. Maybe those people have never thought of that, shit going dude. on. Is I, it, dude, we should make a fucking next year sale. It's really? like, come on down, Article Fifteen. You can get thirty percent in a fucking fist fight. Dude. No, we we should we should just give somebody else's address. Yeah. Hey, we're giving away crockpots at six bucks. Yeah, it's, and in, it's yeah. yeah, it's four draw. It's it's in the fourth drawer from the top. Yeah, it's, it's at Ranger <laughs> Up headquarters. <laughs> what? What? The fuck? It's at Nick Palmasiano's house. <laughs> just kidding, Nick. We love you. You love open you. up the garage door and the Dropkick Murphys are playing. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny, Ross? When you said that, dude, I've never thought of it that way, but I swear to you, these people probably get the most thrill of their lifetime. We should buy a pallet of something from China that means (laughs) nothing to us next year, put it in the driveway, and say 4.55 a.m., doors open. Casio keyboards. We're we're, hey, we're giving away. We're taking eighteen dollars off of Casio keyboards. We got them straight from China. (laughs) Oh my god! Dropkick Murphys are (laughs) Dropkick Murphys are playing. There's a raffle for a fucking crockpot. Let's get (laughs) (laughs) a dollar a ticket. Who wants to kill each each other? Who wants to fucking (laughs) kill each other? If you got all that remains to play like a headlining show oh. in the pit, you put a circle, right? A it's giant a g- circle, and in the middle is all free TVs, yes, free yes. crockpots, obviously. It. We just dump and, and money the, into it. The second they hit that opener, dun, 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 the gates fucking yeah, flood. The gates oh. drop. There's, We've placed a ton of medieval weaponry on dude, the ground. Yeah, there's gonna be one monster that fucks everyone. I'm like, yeah. are you not entertained? <laughs> 
one dude. No one else. Yeah, one dude is gonna mop the floor with everybody. He's like a college athlete, just fucking just came out of retirement. He's just yeah. throwing TVs yeah. at this point. He yeah. doesn't care. Yeah, he's but there they're to, just breaking. But, but then f- you have the weird little teenage dude that knows how to throw a fucking ninja star and sticks that dude right in the heart, and you're God. like, oh, oh dude, no, yeah. he's like Gambit. Brick killed a guy with a trident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, there's dudes fucking Black Friday. What? <laughs> That's the song. Hey, we need a Black Friday song. <laughs> yeah, we need to yes. do something weird. I want, I want next to see Black shit Friday. like that go down. I want. I, I want to. Yeah. I want to see it happen in real life, where you let God. them go to the death. We got to make that happen. The gladiators of our time. I know. I know. We need to go back to Roman times. Yeah. Fuck shit. it, dude. Yeah. Let, why don't Why don't you let inmates with fucking life terms fight to the death for the fuck of it? That would be there fun. There's a movie. The Spike Channel would yeah. pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We just got to get them to sign the contract. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's dude, such pussies cool. nowadays. It's like, hey, let's televise the CrossFit games. Fuck that. Throw a crock pot in there. People would go eight dick <laughs> yeah. over each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah like the, the, I'm surprised Black Friday hasn't become a fucking reality show at this right? point. Oh, my. Let, let's do it. camera crows. Let's do in it. 15 cities. Dude, that's, a, that's 15 episodes. Let's do it. Next year. Next year's Drinking yeah. Bros. Yeah, on next episode, it's Detroit. <laughs> yeah. You do the. Yeah. <laughs> In this episode, Detroit goes. You get the guy. No, yeah, dude. you get the guy that narrates extreme yeah. police be, chases. Yeah, exactly. yeah. He's like, "I'm gonna. It's me right now. It's Tommy. I'm in front of the Walmart. It's about to open. Right. It's chaos. This right now. young lad from out of Detroit thinks he has the crockpot in hand. <laughs> yeah. But as we can see from the overhead camera, this other man who obviously has played football will not let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You gotta get the police chase guy to narrate it. Oh, that's dude, I love that guy, man. Fuck. Man. Man. You had the good <laughs> You can't pitch I'm these. Laughing, dude. I just wanna <laughs> pitch this shit. I just wanna yeah. pitch this shit to a network just to see their fucking faces light up. Yeah. Dude, we, we, we do a fucking small study. We hire a bunch dude, of people. Dude, we should we it. should fucking we should just film a pilot. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Completely fake. And we're in there with 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 twenty first century Fox, like, what do you think? But yeah. there there's blood and rape They're like, yeah, did that did that guy really die? Yeah, he fucking no, you got, died. You gotta look like the CNN fucking news anchor with yeah. the with the standard blue plated soft armor with the helmet that is off things. Uh, like, yeah. Then we are in the center, the bombings have begun. I am not sure right now the smoke. I'm sure a hillbilly you spot a handful of cherry bombs to today's Black Friday sale. <laughs> you know what the Fox fuck News part, would big? run it all day long. Fox News would run it all day long. There's no boundaries there, bro. <laughs> Black Friday at war with civilians. <laughs> this episode with Bill O'Reilly. God. Tomorrow yeah. we go to Nebraska. No one woke up in time. <laughs> what? They drink moonshine and shit, dude. Yeah, oh. they, they eat fried mayonnaise balls. <laughs> I no, wa- no, that's I, you. I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, you There's a segment called Black F- F- Friday Veterans, just the ones who survived. <laughs> man, I was there. I was there in '86, man, and it, I, man, I almost lost my life. I almost lost my life dude, in '86, dude. You do, you do like the Black Friday veteran. It's like you don't know what it's like on these streets, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. I try to buy a toaster, no. it got stolen. We've got to do the like pre-roll, like pre-interviews, like American Idol does, where it's a heartfelt no, story. Like dude. my mama no, fell off their whole family. Yeah. No, no, my mama fell off a ladder decorating for Christmas. No, dude, and she hasn't been able to watch her her pictures. No, so I, I'm here to get this TV. Check it out. I got it, dude. We. 
hire the best Black Friday shoppers out of all the states, and we have a fucking race to the crockpot, bro. Oh, shit. Yes, there's the LA guy who's oh, participating in the riots back in fucking back in the day, and then you got the dudes from Kentucky that just have no holds bar, no shoes, no fucking it. You know what I mean? Listen, I'll kill motherfucker if he looks at me wrong. That he's, goddamn crockpot gonna he's be holding, mine. He's brought his own wooden no. bucket, like as something to yes. put stuff like, like, in, and it's wood. Yeah, why? When was it? the last time you saw a wooden bucket? What the fuck, right? <laughs> and this dude, seven of the best states yeah, and the just, fastest fucking. They're no. They, you have highlight reels, right? Of these dudes tackling. It's like supermarket sweep, years. Ross. It's like oh. super. Supermarket yeah. sweep. Yeah, there it is. That clap yeah. is not. I'm telling you, hey Rocco, my money's on the methed out soccer moms from from Arizona. They're used oh. to heat. They're the crazy. They're used Dude, to they, heat. They're used to staying up late. They're used to getting shit done, multitasking, bro, grabbing a lot of give, shit at once. Yes. I, I, that's, Let me give a shout out right now. I'm going to give a shout out to the scariest fucking Walmart I've ever walked into. Was in Arizona, Coolidge, Arizona. You scary motherfuckers, dude. Now, I'll tell you what, all those fucking pictures from fucking the people of Walmart, I swear to you, a good percentage come from Coolidge, Arizona. That fucking chick, whoever runs that fucker, she's going to own that shit, dude. Dude, that's like the coupon wars. You ever watch that show? Oh, that's dude, crazy. That's fucking gnarly. Those bitches buy like. Nine hundred dollars of fucking shit for free for two dollars. Here's two dollars, dude. It, this kind of goes yeah. back to the like I'm, I'm, when when you're talking about my whole idea to rent a commercial space and put fucked up signs and stuff. I always wanted to create a, a, a essentially a card that on the back it said I owned Best Buy and on the front it said get your free TV. And I would just give those out to random fucking people that were like free, you know, 60 inch Magnavox. And it was like, it was like, you know, every time I met a guy at a bar, I was like, oh, Hey, you know, I own Best Buy here, go get your free TV. And they, the local Best Buy just has all these people coming in like, with this fucked I, up no, car. No, motherfucker, check it out, man. I met he this dude. Gave, he gave me the card that said I get a free TV. Motherfucker named J- JT. And he said I got a free TV. Hey man, he said you die 1-800 go fuck. Oh shit, I got duped. <laughs> Dude, that'd be fucking rad. Uh, we could do it. I mean, it's graphics. It's I, it I think we should put JT's number on Craigslist for a gay porn ad. No. Oh, dude, you put someone's number on one God, of your videos, so- didn't you? Dude, oh my Ross, God, Ross, that- Ross. Oh, this yeah, is you great. gotta hear this. Yeah, are you trying to get drunk over there? No, no, doing? no. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the him. magic. All I'm right, sorry. so check this out, dude. Uh, the last video that we're talking about earlier in this episode that started some controversy, man. God damn, this is funny. I, I left a number. It was my uh, fucking, what was it? My cable guy came over and installed my cable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, and, and I walk out because Mel was out there doing her thing. And I walk out. I slept in a little bit. And then he's like, you know what you look like? That guy, Matt, from the Black Rifle. It's weird. He knew Black Rifle. Anyways, I told him, yeah, it's me, dude. Whatever. We, we hit it off. He's a super, super nice guy. Cool cat. And he was like, I'll take my number if you need any help with anything. I'll come and fucking help you out, fix any data issues you have. So I'm all right. I'll, I write his number on my whiteboard. We filmed the next fucking uh, video that day. Um, my dumbass went like a fucking, uh, probably like a five to six second shot of Harley. His n- number is in the background the whole time. On the whiteboard. On the whiteboard. And I'm like, no during the editing way. process, I was like, well, I'd already kicked the video out. And I was like, I shouldn't have to blur it. No one's going to call that shit, dude. The guy texts me on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he goes, 
hey man, I'm not mad or anything, but like I've gotten 300 to 400 texts saying th- happy Thanksgiving and you're fucking awesome. <laughs> and if you want to drink, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, my hey, bad, bro. Dude, Ross, check it out. That's not the first time we put one of our friends' oh, numbers. Oh, we did Brandon. that one on purpose. Yes, we did another one on purpose. We actually put Chuck Brandon's phone number on the end of one of our videos, and that motherfucker still gets calls today. Still to this sell- day. He was selling a gun. No, right? we, no, we no. said he was the Art 15 gun salesman, like Armory. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and everybody was trying to buy a gun. No, it was the it was the be a gun owner. It was the gun yeah. owner video. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but at the end it was like, want a gun? Call this number. <laughs> Call the Article 15 Armory, and it was Chuck Brandon's number. He still gets calls. <laughs> still to this day. So, because so of course Chuck blur. Brandon didn't change his number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He like he changed his message machine that day to like, want a gun? Just leave a message, and I'll get back to hey, you. I'm Chuck Brandon, our 15 gun salesman, <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers. Leave a message. Dude, I'll ch- tell you what you need. Hey, Chuck Brandon is the type of mother. Chuck, Chuck Brandon is the type of motherfucker who who eats soup right out of a crock pot immediately, like immediately. <laughs> Doesn't waste yeah. any time. Just right to the soup. Yeah, By the Brandon. way, gentlemen, we should get to the drinking bro of the week. Who is oh, your yes. nominee? Yes, yes, yes. All yes. right, today is my drinking bro of the week, and I would like to nominate Mr. Daniel Diaz. Oh, my God. Oh. Hey, hey, uh, do you remember that night? Yes. Uh, oh, this, my God. Ross, this goes back to another weird night where we met, you know, we, we were just met calling these random guys. friends. Like uh, it was, we were on Skype, but we were looking at people that had a number of, of right. repeat orders. Right. Uh, and we Skype Daniel Diaz. We realize he's a Purple Heart recipient, been wounded overseas, almost lost one of his arms due to an RPG hit. Yes, yes. Um, dude, I have... Uh, dude, that was, we, that I, was the first night. Yeah, me, that, was, say that was all you. This. I'm going to say this, man. So we talked to Daniel Diaz that night, and... and at first, it was just another dude, an infantry guy, just talking. He was cool as shit. He woke up, remember? right, right, right. He got out of bed. He got because... out of bed because his wife was kids were sleep. His wife and kid were sleeping, and he didn't want to wake him up. And we were like, "Hey, dude, sorry." He goes, "No, no, no. I've been wanting to talk to you guys. Awesome. I'm so excited." And then he starts talking. Now, now, obviously, we don't know at this point that he has a purple heart. So at this point, we start talking, and then I actually asked him. I was like, "Hey, man, would you mind me asking you well, how'd you get your purple heart?" And he showed me his hand, and that was the first night. I, I, I no joke. I told I told uh, JT at that night. I was like, you know what? I gotta go home. I got really emotional about it, and I held it in because it was such an emotional moment that uh, it fucked me he was up. He's being a bit. so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, you guys. And, and, and dude, that's when you know you're talking to the, the true heroes of this war, guys who who've sacrificed uh, uh, more than I could ever, dude. I can never understand. And so it was it was hard to see. It was. I was proud of him. I was proud of being part of the the whole. You know, the fact he was excited to talk to us. Right. It well, was, it was, you know, I think from an outside amazing. perspective, from an outside perspective, I think what really matters, like the drink bros and how you guys name these people, is because I know Daniel too. Um, the guys like that 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 have had massive adversity in their life. You know, we're combat veterans. Listen, I, I wake up every day with my two arms and two legs. You know, perfectly. I'm a, I'm perfectly fine. And people that have gone through that, been injured, but then consi- don't care about themselves almost. They want to just benefit other people. You know, and that's what's most important about these guys that they've been through this massive adversity in their life, yet they want to benefit their community, other people, and just c- contribute their lives to to the benefit of, of their own communities, which is amazing. Yeah. And uh, we were talking earlier about the Vigilant Guard, which Daniel's a part of. Uh, and Daniel JT. is Daniel is a major part of Drinking Bros. He's been one of our admins since the beginning. He is also one of the the spearheaders of Vigilant Guard. And Drinking Bros. Vigilant Guard is is a place where 
what is it, close to 3,000? Yeah, it's 3,000. It's a lot of veterans. Uh, it's it's people that are there for outreach. They're, it's 24-7. Someone's there to, to contact, to communicate with if uh, if you're ever in suicide crisis or any kind of uh, distress. Uh, we saw it today. We saw we saw a female a female veteran post on the podcast page itself yes. at about 4 p.m. today yep. uh, that, that, that it was one of those coded messages that said, hey, you know, I just I just don't know anymore. I copied the message, sent it into the the admin and, and vigilant guard and we took area. Over. Within forty seconds, yes. you had five people talking to her personally. Yeah, right away, like minded right, people, veterans right. that are that are there for her, and and bam. I mean, so, that's what this is about. So just understand what vigilant guard is 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 right away. We're there to communicate at any time of the day. We have someone up, someone awake, and uh, and Daniel D is just one of these spearheads of that, and he's he's a big part of that as as well as a bunch of other guys that we'll mention later on. And again. I had the blessing to be able to drink and party with Daniel you Diaz. Lucky motherfucker. The thing is, is these people that we've mentioned are people that we, I'll never forget that story. I'll never forget that night. It was you and me yeah. on on Skype, Skype, and and it was emotional. <laughs> I, I honestly, I went home and I actually teared up, and I was talking to my wife about the situ- the the whole circumstance of the whole you event. Know, man. What two things I do want to clarify in that the vigilant guard? A is not subjective to strictly veterans. That that is community is not saying I'm a veteran, I'm a civilian. It's about anybody that just needs some help and wants and needs people to be there and doesn't take advantage of it. But we're all gonna have this downtime. Secondly, with the with the drinking bros of of the week, right now we're really highlighting a lot of people that have done like we can't even speak volumes of the stuff that they've done to put us in the position that we are. But going forward, we, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit up people that just these guys that have really put out like, a, some like, serious effort. Yeah, not not yeah, re- like unbelievable effort. And, ne- I guess. and never and never with their hand out. And saying, never 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 saying, hey, well, what do I get for this? It's never it's because they want to do it. They want to do it for the selfish, community. Selfless. The drinking broke the drinking broke group. The drinking broke community is is seriously the best thing I've ever experienced. Yeah, if you're not a part of it yet, man, that's something I definitely recommend you go and request and be part of the drinking bros group, uh, not just the podcast, but but the group itself and its community. And, and like I said, everything in, in encompassing of that community, uh, I mean, man, you'll be fulfilled. You can look at giant fucking selfies of Rocco's chin, huh, Ross? All day long, baby. <laughs>